got a pocket full of condoms, lot of fudge systems, yeah. got drugs on the island, I'm counting in the kitchen, feel like I see better, when I really can see, shawty, hungrier than ever, but I still can't eat, little veggies pull me up, drugs on my rider, I smoke too much, can't go much higher, guess that depends, drunk gas on fire, over, over, again, so turn me up, I can't go quiet, on Torias, I'm big with the vibe, can't open up, but I can't go higher, over, over, again, yeah, sleep well, let me get my rest, you know I never can, replaying all in my head, over, What's going on? Welcome back. Thanks for joining the What the Hill podcast, episode 15. Quince for all my Spanish listeners. I am your host, Drew Hill. Thanks for joining us. Uh, it's going to be, it's Saturday right now. Um, I'll try to release this on, well, by the time I'm done, it'll be Sunday, so I'll release it Sunday, so, you know, right on schedule, am I right? And uh, it's currently July 9th, so by the time this comes out, though, and hits your um, your eardrums, it'll be the 10th. It's about 11.30 at night when I'm recording this, and for the first time ever, I'm not going to be any good at this, but I am recording on my phone um, a video. So I'm trying to see if I can't put this on YouTube, but I've had a lot of issues. Um, I've been trying to record the, some of the packs I'm opening on for sports cards, uploading them to YouTube on my um, Hilltop card shop page, and it's kind of hit and miss. Some of them are uploading just fine, and the other ones, like I sit here for 30 minutes trying to get it to upload, and it just shits the bed, and I can't figure it out. So we'll see if this uploads. I don't know. I'm trying to give you guys a little bit more. Um, I know the Young Bucks are big on YouTube, and uh, they really they have to. They're so I don't want to say stupid these days, but they're like they're so used to being entertained that they can't just listen to something. You know, like back in the day, you could just listen to a ball game on the radio or a football game, right? Baseball game, whatever it is. Y- you just had to listen on the radio if it wasn't on TV, and now. Like, you tune into an AM channel, and kids are just like, how do you do that? Which just mi- It's mind-blowing to me. I actually find it kind of peaceful every now and then. Turn it off, the video. I don't have to watch it. I just listen to what... And, and the guys that can do that and do radio broadcasting are one of a kind. Because they don't, they don't get to sit there and just talk bullshit like all these commentators these days. <laughs> these so-called experts that try to give you their uh, all their knowledge... They don't know shit. They're feeding you bull crap the whole time. So it's, um, anyway, I'm trying to, I guess I'm pandering myself to that, that, uh, youth genre. That sounded wrong. I'm <laughs> pandering myself to the youth. Yeah, just trying to throw myself out there to some of the young kids. Now, more so, I'm I'm trying to see what I what I can do with technology. I'm really pushing the boundaries. We started uh, episode one. I couldn't get a USB to plug into the computer, and here we are, episode. It took 15 of them, but now I'm gonna try doing a video. And if you're watching the video, if I actually do get this uploaded and it works, um, yes, I am in the basement. That is an air vent right above me, um, right over my shoulder. You probably won't see, 
is the 40-gallon water heater to this direction. A bunch of my equipment stacked up in the back. Um, this place is temporary. And I live down here with the bugs about at least an hour to a day, whether I'm studying or getting cards ready to ship out um, or doing a podcast. So thanks for joining me. We'll see how this goes. Um, probably going to be a 30 to 40 banger today. Lot to talk about. Lot to talk about. First thing on the agenda is for those who listened to the last couple episodes, we got to have Avery on. Um, it was a good run. It really was. It was a solid run. Um, unfortunately, earlier today I had to take her back to Texas. Uh, it was about an eight and a half, nine hour road trip there and back. Um, our summer time together came to a close. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm choking back the tears right now because it's difficult. I don't like having to say bye to her because uh, that's what it feels like. I know it's not bye. I know I'm gonna see her again. I know I can FaceTime her um, almost any time I want, as long as her mom answers. For whatever reason, she seems to hit the ignore button quite a bit. It's the craziest thing. Uh, but it, yeah, when I, whenever you're gonna give your kid a hug and say, "Hey, I'll see you maybe in August." Maybe. We'll see how it goes. Um, it's it's tough. And the thing was, so I got her on Memorial Day, right after her birthday. And I obviously I spent all the way up until July 9th with her. That's probably the most time I've spent with her consistently in, oh, I'd say the last year. Which is great, right? I wish I could do that all the time. I wish she lived here all the time. And I mean that. And she did She did pretty well for the most part. I know she was struggling being away from her family that she's used to seeing every single day or at least, you know, every week. Um, her mom that she sees every day. Um, but the funny thing was is people are like, well, you're used to it, right? Like when you say bye to her, you're used to not seeing her for a significant period of time. And I, I don't think, if you're like me, you never really get used to it, per se. You just find ways to cope with the feelings. Like, you know what to expect. You know the feelings that are going to come to the surface uh, because you've had to say the goodbyes before or I'll talk to you later. And so you I guess you find, like, coping mechanisms. Find ways to occupy, occupy yourself and stay busy. But it doesn't necessarily get easier it's i don't know it's a unique situation i know there's a lot of parents out there that that go through it and i don't know maybe we can dive into it a little bit more in some of the follow-on episodes the th we'll call it the trials and tribulations of long distance parenting i'll write a book on it uh, we'll call it a saga like sega Sega Genesis back in the day, but Saga. But I would need someone's approval for that because there's a lot of jokes and, and shit talking I could do. I found a hair. There's a hair on my paper. My hair's not that long. I don't think. What about two inches? That looks like Olivia's hair. Olivia's hair is that long. Or Avery. Who else? Who else's hair would it have been? 
anyway, if I if I get distracted, if uh, if you're watching the video, it's because I'm always distracted when I come on here. I probably won't look at the video much. I look down a lot. I look to the side a lot, and I got the office playing. Plus, I can see bugs crawling on the ground around me. At this point, it doesn't bother me. I'm used to it. Um, like I said in the other podcast, we close at the end of the month. I got to be in this place for another 20-ish. Actually, I'll probably stay here for another month or so. Um, just so I have a place to study. But what's next on the agenda? So we had to say goodbye to Avery. We'll see if she can make another guest appearance in about... Oh, I hope I can see her in a month. I think I can. I think we'll be able to make it work. To some people, it probably seems like so long. But to me, I'm like... I'm excited. Like, oh, only a month. Because I know it's nine. It's actually... Yeah, it's about eight and a half, nine hours between where I'm at where she's at with her mom. That's not too bad, right? I think I'll be able to see her for at least a weekend because I got to go back to Texas anyway. Here's a random thought of the day. Um, was ketchup specifically made just for french fries? Give me another reason they would have invented ketchup. Because whenever I think of ketchup, I think instantly like, oh, that's for french fries. Now you can put it on other things. Excuse me. You can put it on other things, right? But the main one is almost always like, hey, you have fries, you want ketchup? I mean, you put it on a corn dog, you put it on a hot dog, you can put it on a burger, you can put it on... That's it. Those are the three. What else would they have invented ketchup for? As a condiment, right? Like... And how do they even come up with ketchup? Out of tomatoes, right? It's so funny if you were like, well, you, you like ketchup. How do you not like tomatoes? Because they're two fucking different things. They're not the same thing. Not even close. Tomato. If you took a uh, bite into a tomato, it tastes nothing like ketchup. And I just like to think that ketchup was made specifically for french fries. Like, mayonnaise was made specifically for sandwiches. Mustard, mm, the jury's still out on that one. Still out. We'll, we'll figure that one out. Hey, well, I guess this is more like news. Um, Elon Musk, he backed out of the Twitter deal. I might talk about that next week as the details roll out. Um, but the bigger thing is that if you're struggling to find a job this summer, just know... You can go be a lifeguard in New York, and they're paying $19 an hour. $19 an hour to sit on your ass, act like you're out there saving lives, and get your tan on. Because everybody knows that lifeguards, 99.99999% of the time, don't, they don't do shit. They sit on their butts. They wear some hoochie mama red uh, swimsuit, right? I don't. Why is it always got to be a one piece? Why do lifeguards have to wear a red? I guess I I get why they wear red. Red stands out, and it's just so funny. Like, why is it always got to be a one piece though? Like they wore one pieces back in like the fifties and sixties, back when like the Sandlot was uh, like the, you guys. I was gonna say when it was filmed, it wasn't filmed in the in the fifties and sixties, but the setting of it was right. Maybe yeah, I think of the sixties. With uh, Wendy Pepper Peppercorn wearing that red. That's what I think of every time when I think of, li of a lifeguard. 
is old Wendy. And uh, squints. He's getting a squint on. But, yeah, if you're in, in the hunt for a summer job, $19 an hour. And I did the math on it. Of course, I'm using my phone to record, so I can't do it again. But I do have a calculator right here. I believe it was over 3000 a month. $19 an hour. We'll say you work 40 hours a week because it's the summer. So get your butt out there and, and uh, use some sunscreen. Pull a kid out from the deep end. That's about 760 a week, 40 hours. We'll times that by, most people say, four weeks in a month, but usually there's a little bit more. That's $3,040 before taxes. Are you kidding me? So in one summer, you can come close to making, I would say anywhere from like seven to $10,000 being a lifeguard. If you're working 40 hours a week, which is easy to do. That's Monday through Friday. You're not even working weekends. You can still go hang out with your friends. And you just, you're getting paid to sit outside. And let's be honest, they got those umbrellas up over them now. Like some pansies. Oh, the AC went off. Now everyone can hear me upstairs. I'm going to watch my horse. It'll be asleep. They're sitting out there under umbrellas like some pansies. Not even battling the sun. Not even risking skin cancer. It's just a different world that we live in. $19 an hour. You could be doing that at 16 years old. I got paid, what was it, like $20 to mow somebody's lawn, and that took me an hour and a half to two hours to mow. And that's physical, manual labor. I had to put the the lawnmower in the back of my trunk. I had to strap it in, right, with a bungee strap. I had to drive to this person's location. I would have to literally pick the lawnmower up out of my my trunk, the old Bonneville. If you know what I'm talking about with the 91, uh, red interior, red exterior. It was also a pitmobile. The previous owner, not not myself. And then I would mow for, yeah, like I said, what, an hour and a half, two hours? And I would make a $20 bill. In that same time, I could have made about 38 bucks just sitting on my ass, blowing a whistle, telling kids to walk, don't run. That's what they do. Here's how stupid it is, okay? I went to the, the pool the other, um, the other week. Last week, actually, which happens to be the other week. Just last week, went to the pool, and Avery and Olivia were out in the, oh, man, I would say the 18 inches of water in the kiddie pool, and there's a little slide there. It's maybe two feet of water. Maybe. comes up to my shins. And the fucking audacity of, of this. It was a YMCA pool, of course, and there's a lifeguard standing right there. They have to rotate every five minutes. I don't know why. So they can all sit down and get their their free snacks. And she's standing there and she said something to Avery and I s- looked over at Sophia and then we were with a friend and I said, I guarantee you one of us is supposed to be out there right now. Grand, we're like 20, 30 feet away. Okay. So we're one, they're in shallow water where if they sit on their butt, their belly button's still out of the water. Okay. It's, th- it's that shallow. Second, 
if they start to wander off, we literally will just stand up and, and walk into the pool. It'll take us 10 seconds. We're that close. Three adults supervising two kids from maybe 20, 30 feet away. No obstruction of our line of sight. And the lifeguard said something again to Avery, and then she pointed and said, that man's my dad. He's not watching me. Or something of the sort. And basically the the lifeguard had to call us over and say, hey, one of you guys has to be in here. And here's the kicker. Within arms length arms length of your child are you kidding arms length why we're not in the wave pool okay it's not the wave pool where they're like they're treading water or they're actually swimming they could take a shit in this water and uh and sit on top of it at the same time it's not going to go anywhere that's how shallow it is and plus, I looked, <laughs> I mean, of course, I didn't get up. I just stared at the lifeguard, like, really, what are we paying you here for? And so I made one of the girls go up and uh, supervise the kids as they went down the slide into the 18 inches of water. Because, I, yeah, I don't know, I just need a break. I sound like such a bad dad when I say that. But it just pissed me off, dude. It's like, wh- you're out here getting paid. To be the lifeguard, but yet I got to be within arm's length, then what are you even here for? Go away. Go get your snack. Go eat your goldfish. You're on your your lunch break. Oh, my goodness. Go collect your $19 an hour pass and go. It's just fucking ridiculous. Hey, I'm here as a lifeguard to supervise your children and make sure that everything that happens is safe here and that they don't drown. Oh, by the way, you have to be in arm's reach to also make sure that they don't drown. It doesn't matter if you can see your kids. It's not like we were just off gambling at the casino. What is this world coming to? You used to be able to send your kids to the pool and say, yeah, have a good day. See ya. And they would run off at like age seven and eight and wreck havoc at the, at, at the pool. You didn't have to go. You could be at home sipping a cocktail, having a glass of wine, having book club. The girls are coming over, you know, just hanging out. Oh, where are the kids? Oh, they're at the pool. Well, yeah, I set mine there. <laughs> my my kids there too. Oh, it's when Michael gets a goatee. Times have just changed, man. It, the common sense, though, that that she couldn't figure that out. This lifeguard, granted, she's probably like eighteen, but I'm like, you can vote in this country, but you're too stupid to figure out that we're paying you, and by we, I mean I'm pretty sure the city gives money. So if I was paying city taxes here, which I'm not yet, but I will be, then technically I would be paying you to then tell me to watch my own kids at the pool, which I'm already doing, but I have to be within arm's length. Then why are you here? Go home. Go home. We don't need a lifeguard then. If every parent at the pool has to be within arm's length of their child, then you can just go home and I will watch my own kid and pay me. Pay me to parent, cause you're. I mean, you're. You're not even lifeguard at that point. You're so freaking useless. Sorry, I'm gonna go on a rant. Just. <laughs> it was the dumbest shit, and it was the fact that she actually enforced it. 
it'd be one thing if she knew the rule and she said, yeah, I know, it's stupid. Like, technically, did one of those. I can always appreciate those people. They're like, I just don't want to get fired, you know? I need this job for my drugs, for my weed money. And I'm like, dude, I got it. Cool. That's all I had to say. I'm here to support the troops. But, uh, yeah, she had different different ideas in mind. I, I got to check boxes because otherwise I get so distracted. Hmm. We were talking about... Uh, Dude, we were talking about ketchup and going on hot dogs. That would have been the perfect transition because I wrote down here, Joey Chestnut, Chest, Chestnut, uh, Joey Chestnut is a freaking animal. He's a beast. 63 wieners slid down his throat with ease all at once. Now, um, what do you have? I think what's the time limit? If you don't know who that is, it's the Nathan's hot dog. What, eating contest? Is that right? The N-H-E-C. And uh, for the women, just so I'm not, I don't want to be judgmental here. Uh, Miki or Mikey? Pseudo. Probably, it's probably not Mikey. It's probably Mickey. M-I-K-I. Is it Mikey? Mickey. Mikai. Anyway, um, Miss Sudo chopped down 39 dogs. Some just, I don't know. Do you think? Uh, I'm going to bite my tongue on that one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was going to be. Uh, okay, no, I'll just say it. I was going to say, do you think that the women have an easier time? eating the hot dogs without the bun. And then they, like, their technique is to go to the bun where, like, Chestnut dips everything in water and just slides it down because he, you know, he has no experience otherwise. But a female competitor, she could probably just slide down dog after dog after dog, and it's it's the carbs that, that would catch up to her. Really got to water down the, the bun. I don't know. It's, it's interesting, the different techniques there. And I mean it too, like, biologically, are people's throats different based on their gender? Have we evolved as um, as mankind over the last, uh, th- uh, I guess, thousands of years? Yeah, just some food for thought. Food for thought. I'll leave it there. I'm probably walking the line. Johnny Cash in a little bit. But Joey Chestnut... He did it with a uh, broken toe, broken uh, pe- uh, like toenail, broken foot. I think it was a broken foot. He was in a boot. He was definitely in a boot, so probably on pain meds. And I, I, I would like to think that that helped him. We ought to start drug testing these competitors because it's, it's getting out of hand. 63 dogs in 15, I think it's 15 minutes. That's insane. And... If we want to talk about CTE in football, how unhealthy it is and all the injuries that sports players end up getting, we need to start talking about the health and safety of food competitors. To put that many Oscar Meyer wieners 
and your tum tum. Do you think they take antiacids before they they start? Do they take tums beforehand? Pepto Bismol. How do they celebrate a big win? You know, like what's what's the uh, the pregame ritual? What's the go-to celebration? I mean, you can't pop champagne. Golly, sixty-three dogs sitting in, in your stomach, and then you want to chug some some bubbly. How much antiacid would you have to take to counteract? And is that part of your preparation going into it? Anyway, the point is, he had a broken foot, so he's probably all drugged up on medication. He wasn't even feeling the the wiener sliding down his throat. He was uh, putting them away one by one, um, like an orgy, and went from, and then uh, and then somebody, this is the weirdest thing, was a protester ran up on the stage. Right next, I mean, at least the protester did their research. Give them credit. They did their research, and they knew if I'm going to go protest on 4th of July, I got to do it at the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. There's no better way to protest a real sport than the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, uh, sponsored by Oscar Mayer. But they did. They did know that if I'm going to do it, I need to run up to Joey Chestnut. Now, because they knew Chestnut was going to have all the cameras on him, right? Like, which, and it makes, and it makes complete sense. He's the legend, right? I think he's won like 14 straight years, something crazy like that. Maybe 15 now. And, I mean, at least the protester knew where the limelight was going to be. That said, they did put Joey Chestnut right next to the dude who wears, uh, like the Mr. Peanut carnival hat. Can we update? Can we not make that guy look so dorky? Can we give him a little, little flair? Dress him up like some of the draft picks from the NBA. Oh man, my dude would be looking stellar. Point being, uh, Joey Chestnut, while eating the hot dogs, put a dude into a chokehold, had a broken foot, and uh, still, still won, ran away with it, and I'm sure we're gonna see him next year. And he's going to have two broken feet. And, dude, somebody should break his fingers or an arm and see if he can do it one-handed. Hand behind his back. <laughs> the guy's just an athlete, okay? And I don't know why we're not nominating him for an ESPY. Because there's nothing better than going on Instagram and seeing that Chestnut has 15 titles and Tom Brady only has, like, six. That's a fair comparison, right? Anyway, we'll keep it moving. We'll keep it moving. Um, <laughs> the list I'm about to get to is going to make people crack up. I will say on my drive today, I passed a um, a sign advertising for Cowley College. And like all of you listening, I have also not ever heard of Cowley College. It's somewhere in Oklahoma, and that's a good reason to why we haven't heard of it. Um, outside of Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, there is no school that I can think of in Oklahoma worth attending. But Cali College and their marketing campaign, they're on point. If you're trying to go there for um, advertising and marketing, I mean, you made, a, you made a great decision. The guy that they had on their billboard had to have been 250 to 300 pounds. 
the dorkiest looking, glasses wearing, and I wear glasses, right? So I'm not calling out glasses wearers. Relax. Simmer. What I'm saying is that the dude looked as nerdy as fucking possible. I mean, the you could tell he, he probably got picked on in high school, but he's a success story because he goes to Cali and he's on their billboards. He's definitely gotten picked on for his weight. I'm not going to defend him there because that's his uh, that's his doing. You shouldn't have eaten so much in the defect, okay, in the dining facility. His parents. <laughs> I mean, if the campus was bigger, he'd be walking farther to class, be burning the calories. I don't know if he, like, just went to school that big. He was definitely an offensive lineman in high school. But then, you know, the freshman 15 that he put on. My point in all this is normally when you see a college advertisement, especially on a billboard, it's like um, I call it the perfect ratio. You usually have. Two guys, three girls, right, because girls got to dominate. And then you have um, one Asian, one white, one black. There's a Hispanic in there somewhere. And then a one, like, wild card. Something of the sort. And you guys know I'm right. Like, that's that's how people, ad- they advertise and market diversity. And it's guys and girls, right? And somebody holding books like this. And they're smiling. I just love it here. This campus is so gorgeous. And it looks like they they probably wanted to be the president of their sorority. And uh, and then they got kicked out. Probably one of the biggest hoes on campus in those commercials. But no, at Cowley College, they pick the dorkiest, biggest looking dude on campus. And they say, we want a guy that can fill up the billboard. Literally, and he did. And so, shout out to Kali. I've never seen anything like it. It got my attention. The advertisement did exactly what it's there to do. I looked at it and said, oh, shit. And then I went on with my life. Drove right past it. Said, I didn't know Kali. I mean, it stuck with me to the point I didn't have to write it down. I mean, I did write it down, but, like, when I passed it, I wasn't like, what's the name of uh, college again? Like, it stuck with me up here, and I'm pretty dumb. So, for it to do that, it's saying a lot. Yeah, it's saying a lot. The biggest news of the week um, is that I did switch. I left the YMCA. I'm going to be going to the Derby Recreation Center or the DRC. And uh, give me one second. I'm not sponsored, but I should be. Um, Golden Road Brewing. Brewing. Golden Road Brewing. This is why I need something to drink. My mouth is getting dry on me. Melon cart. I'm not a fan of the melon, but the mango. Fantastico. Oh, Oh yeah, that's refreshing. That's refreshing. And so few calories. That's not true. I have no idea how many. It says a watermelon wheat. Ale with notes. What are... What the 
fucker notes. N-O-T-E-S. I take podcast notes. And apparently they're also in my Golden Road Brewing mug. Notes of honeydew and cantaloupe. So it's a watermelon and cantaloupe. I taste a lot more cantaloupe. That makes sense now after I read it. Hmm. A series inspired by the iconic fruit cart vendors of Los Angeles. Anyway. Sorry. If you're not actually watching on, on YouTube that the, the clip of it, you're probably super confused. It's just a, it's a local, well, not even a local beer. I guess they, they sell it around here. I don't know where else they, s- they sell it. I tried it at a restaurant, struck a chord. I liked it. So I went and bought it. Um. So I went and switched. I got sick of the why. I told you guys the story, I, th- I believe. And, yeah, that... F- that fuckface dude that, like, stepped right in front of me at the Y. Yeah, I told that story last week. Um, or was it last week, Thursday, something like that, when I came on? Fuck that dude. He's He still pisses me off. They never once called and said, hey, we talked to him. They never, they didn't do anything. Let's be honest. They didn't do anything. Can't say I'm uh, surprised. Not one bit. Nope. Not at all. So, I know we're going to be moving, though, at the uh, the end of the month and figured well, I might as well just make the switch now because I will be petty as could be and I'm going to create Gmail account after Gmail account and just trash them one after the next. Just trash the Y. And also, there was a 90-year-old guy there maybe a week ago, week and a half ago, and we were s- he was in the locker room. He had just gotten done with the shower. I'm, I'm guessing he looked like he was 90 at least. And I walked up trying to get to my locker. And, of course, where is he sitting? But none other than right in front of my locker. Didn't have my name on it. It was just the one I happened to choose. And his stuff was fucking right next to mine. But he's sitting down with his back to the lockers. I'm now facing him. He's naked, sitting with his legs, you guessed it, wide open. Like Randy Moss streaking down the field. He's wide open. He's showing me everything. All of it. And I'm awkwardly trying my best to not to not look at it. I'm, like, trying to look in his direction to say, like, (laughs) I'm trying to tell him with my eyes, hey, I'm trying to go where it is you're fucking sitting there, buddy. Do I need to go get your wheelchair from the other room? Oh, that's just mean. He could walk. He could, just barely. But he couldn't slide over, apparently, because he sat there for, like, the next 30 seconds to a minute, and I was doing one of these, like, heads down, but, like, peeking over, like, dude, can you please move? Can you slide over? But I didn't want to rush him because he's old. Because then you got to be polite, right? He's my elder. I got to respect him. So what do you do? You stand there awkwardly, and you look at some uh, some old D. And then he said the line of the week. He said, oh. And that is how he said it. Oh. Like, I... Like, I surprised him. Oh, 
Am I uh am I in the way of your locker? And I was I just want to be like, "No, man, I just really admire your penis." Just going to sit here for a little bit longer and just marvel what you got there between the old thighs. Riding the undercarriage. No, I said, get the fuck up, old man, and move out of my way. Jeez Louise, what's taking you so long? I didn't say that either. I said, yep, I think our lockers are right next to each other. And he slid over about six inches. And then I was able to get my stuff and just immediately turned, put my back to him the rest of the time. I felt so awkward. I the whole time I felt really awkward and I should have just been like, "Yo, sick package, but can you slide over?" <laughs> and he would have moved instantly. But I kind of just got I got tired of the locker room shenanigans as well as it was I it's just always packed there. It's always packed. When I went to Derby and I worked out there two or three times the track, believe it or not, had no incidents on the track the three or four times I went there this past week. Uh, no issues getting equipment as far as, like, the bike, the weight room. Um, the gym is three times as big with basketball courts, and they actually provide basketball, so you don't have to go check them out. There's just a cart there that you can just grab them out of. And the locker room wasn't busy at all. They had multiple showers. There wasn't a nine-year-old dick sitting in front of mine. It was good. So life is good. So far, so good. Um, I just need to call and actually cancel the Y. I'm debating. I, w I won't do it. I was going to be like, I should be a Karen, give him a piece of my mind. But I won't at the end of the day. I'll keep that oh, that professional image. I don't have that. There's nothing professional about this. They know what they did. They lost my business. It's so funny because I know, like, they don't give a fuck if they lost my business. They should, but they don't. They do not care. They make enough money. It's almost like that makes me uh, more upset because if they were a small business, I could say, yeah, you need to run a better business. But because because they're such a solid business, they're like, we don't need you. You're a, you're a pawn in this game. What can you do? What can you do? Anyway, we're at 38 minutes. Well, we're, we're moving right along here. It's not too bad. Not too bad, right? Talked about some good stuff so far. Um, let's do this. I still want to get to the Roe v. Wade, but that's going to be a whole other discussion. And I think I, I'm going to try to do that midweek if I can fit in a podcast on Thursday. It's a big if. Because, like I said, I'm flying Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm mission planning Tuesday and Thursday. It's going to be a hell of a week. It's going to be a busy one. Wrap it. It's going to be a month. It'll be a fun one, though. It's going to be fun. It's just going to be busy. It's like when you when you show up to work and you're at a new job and you don't, like, you kind of know what you're doing, but you don't know exactly how they normally do stuff. That's kind of what I'm getting myself into. Like, what building do I need to be at? What time? What do you guys normally, like, take to the plane for lunch? These are all the the silly questions going on in my head. Um, but I'll be about another, like, 10 feet from another aircraft. 
giving fuel and then uh, receiving fuel at some point. So um, hopefully I don't hit another plane up at 30,000 feet. Knock on wood. I think I can make it happen. Just a little love tap. Just a little love tap. Uh, but anyway, I was going to talk about... This is the funniest thing. Somebody told me it was... Yeah, Disability Awareness Month. What did I just click on? Oh, God. Get me out of that. Oh, okay. So here it is. July is a big month for people with disabilities. Ooh, it's a big one. March is already designated as Disability Awareness Month, but the distinction between acceptance and pride is an important one. According to who? Disability Pride Month, though not nationally recognized as of yet, because it shouldn't be, and it's stupid, is all about celebrating individuals with disabilities and being proud of who they are. You know what? Wake up on a daily fucking basis and be proud of who you are. You shouldn't need a stupid fucking month, especially one that is called July. It's hot. It's hot. Why would you want to sit? I mean, of course, don't call me an asshole. They're showing a picture of an old lady walking in a parade, pushing a younger lady, mid-20s we'll call her, but she's in a wheelchair. Why would you want to be in a parade in the middle of July when it's hot as balls outside being wheeled through the streets just to celebrate being who you are? Why? Just celebrate that on, on a daily basis. Wake up and be like, I'm, I'm the tits. You shouldn't need a parade. Anyway, Jessica Ping Wild. Ping Wild has a child syndrome. Oh, has child syndrome. What is that? A rare disease that causes limb underdevelopment or absence. You just mean that she's without some of her limbs. That's called child syndrome? She doesn't act like a child. She just doesn't have, like, why don't you just call that limb syndrome? Carrying on. Um, says Ping Wild, to me, disability pride is many things. It's a chance for disabled people to declare their inherent self-worth, something that isn't often done by individuals outside of the community. It's a chance for the disabled community to come together, uplift, and amplify one another. Why don't you just do that every month? I don't know. I just like, why do you wait for a specific month to celebrate who you are and what it is that you have to overcome on a daily basis? You're a badass. Do it every day, every week. Throw a parade. I don't get it. But anyway, this this came about. I should have I started with this. It's so bad. And I just hopped right into this. Like, what seems like I'm bash, bashing disabled people. That's not the point. Somebody told me it was... Uh, what I say, Disability Pride Month. And people, <laughs> it was misleading because we thought that meant that right after Pride Month, now we are celebrating uh, the LGBTQ community, but those that were actually disabled. Like, it, June is for the non-disabled, and then July is for the disabled. And that's just, that's not the case. But it was... Uh, it was definitely funny. Where? I thought I had it up. Oh, no. Okay. Give me one second. In the meantime, July 2022 Awareness Month. 
can I find what I was on before? It had a list of what month is July. And if you think that your month isn't like your uh, community is important, just wait. Just wait. I got to multi multitask right here. I'm doing this. Because uh, it was uh we were looking at this and then the Roe v Wade. July is there it is. July is what month? Which sounds like a stupid question, right? Like, what do you mean what month? July's July. Um Oh, there it is. This will be worth it. Don't worry. There's literally a Oh my god, what the f is that what I clicked on before? There it is. Oh, you guys are in for a treat. You're in for a freaking treat. Okay, July. The month of July has 70 associated awareness designations and observances shown below. There are also 729 individual days during the month with holidays scheduled. 729 scheduled holidays in 31 days. So if you think yours is important, think again. If you want to fact check me on this, go to event guide. Eventguide.com backslash mo backslash july dot htm. National Culinary Arts Month, National Blueberry Month, National Hot Dog Month, Park and Recreation Month, Ice Cream Month, Picnic Month, Retailer Month, Bison Month, Baked Bean Month, Watermelon Month, Deli Salad Month, Vehicle Theft Protection Month, fuck yeah, Grilling Month, no shit, Blackberry Month, so Blackberry and Blueberries have to fucking share the same month, are you kidding me? We can't segregate the two blackberries and blueberries and give them their own month? What is this? Eggplant and Lettuce Month. Nectarine Month. National... Oh, now we're throwing in raspberries. This is getting out of control. Horseradish Month. National Share a Sunset with Your Lover Month. Gag. July belongs to Berries Month. Obviously. Sarcoma Awareness Month. What is sarcoma? I don't know. Clearly I don't have it. National Contract... Yeah, Contract Sewing Month. You're old. World Watercolor Month. National Mango and Melon Month. Tits out for the boys. National Black Family Month. Really? I thought that was February. But now I guess we're celebrating. You can't celebrate families in February. That's just individuals in history. But July, all of a sudden, is families. National Carpet Cleaning Month. That's because it's moving season. National Cell Phone Courtesy Month. What? Design Month, Disability Pride Month. There it is, number 29 on the list. You guys got to push that up to number one. National Black Indigenous People of Color Mental Health Month. You have, not, m mental health is its own thing, but then now we're going to give mental health its own, its own month based on the, the people that need mental health treatment. I mean, come on, people. Are we, are we, this is a serious thing. This is a website listing all of them. I'm just reading them right off. Bereaved Parents Awareness Month. African American Bone Marrow Awareness Month. 
Lakes Appreciation Month. Appreciate your lakes. Get outdoors. Go take a shit in one. Concord Month for Missouri. Uh, Parathyroid Awareness Month. Group B <laughs> Strep Awareness Month. Dry Eye Awareness Month. I took my contacts out. Might have been dry like all day. I think it was from the drive, but maybe it's just because it's July. Hindu Persecution Awareness Month. Nobody cares about that one. Um, but I take it back. I take it back. But no one cares. Make a difference to Children Month. Hard pass. National Cleft and Craniofacial Awareness and Prevention Month. How do you prevent it? If we could prevent like, I, I don't know. Plastic-free July. Except everybody just drank out of red Solo Cups, the red and blue ones, on 4th of July. I mean, I'm only on 42. I'll keep it going. Mad Pride Month. Get fucking pissed. Bioterrorism Disaster Education and Awareness Month. National Vacation Rental Month. UV Safety Month. Sun's out, guns out. Air Conditioning Appreciation Month. We have a month for appreciating our air conditioning. So if you got that window you see or that central air right above you, give it a good tap. Thank you for keeping me cool. I'm going to skip through some of the uh, the ones. I get. These are all so good, though. Freedom from fear of speaking month. Freedom from fear of speaking? I don't just have... I'm always scared of speaking. I get nervous doing this stuff. Someone's going to, now my face is out there, someone's going to pull it and put it on, I mean, I'm going to put it on the internet, but someone's going to pull it and here's the guy behind all those stupid quotes that 10 people listen to a week. Thanks for coming back and listening. I appreciate you guys doing that. <coughs> oh, I got a tickle in my throat. Maybe it's tickle, tickle in the throat awareness month. Ah, so refreshing. Juvenile Arthritis Awareness Month. He's been aging. National Anti-Boredom Month. If you're bored in July, this month is saying, fuck you. you that's not, you're not allowed to. You can't be. National Child-Centered Divorce Month. I'm thrown off by that one. What is that getting at? What is that getting at? International Blondie and Deborah Harry Month. International Women with Alopecia Month. Fucking, they gave an entire month to Will Smith's wife after what happened? Man, if, if, what's the dude that made the joke? I w why am I thinking Chris Tucker? It's not Chris Tucker. Oh my God. You guys know exactly who I'm talking about. And clearly I'm having the biggest brain fart because I can't think of him. Not Eddie Murphy. Not Danny Glover. Oh, my gosh. Not Denzel. Chris Rock. There it is. My brain hurts when I have to think so hard. Think too hard month. If Chris Rock would have just waited until July to make that joke, he'd be uh, in the clear because then he could just say, oh, no, I'm just... Promoting International Women with Alopecia Month. National Cord Blood Awareness Month. 
oh, it's Family Reunion Month. HIV Awareness Month. Wrap it up. National Sandwich Generation Month. Uh, Wild About Lo- Wildlife Month. We get mauled by a bear. National Wheelchair Beautification Month. That's right. If you're in a wheelchair, you better be sitting on 22s all month of July. National Women's Motorcycle Month. Roots and Branches Month. Smart Irrigation Month. Did I miss any? National Purposeful Parenting Month. It's probably because kids are out of school, and so then you really got to... You really got to have your shit in the sock, you know, during July. Oh, my gosh. I mean, just how many of these were just stupid? They're not even real. Make a difference to children. month. Nah. You guys think I was making that stuff up? Go to event guide and look, and you can literally look it up for yourself. And it's like that every single month for all twelve of them. I'm sure it's just ridiculous. The fact that I, I, it all started because we heard again that it was uh, Disability Pride Month, and that got confused with not only was June just Pride Month, but now there's a Pride Month for those who are disabled um, and gay. But it's just like, no, you're just, if you have a disability, you're supposed to be proud of your disability. It's not. So pride is different than the pride month. It's very confusing. It's a little bit misleading. That said, those are your events for July. So we're only 10 days into it. Go get get out there and help celebrate International Zion Month, you know. And if you have been thinking and procrastinating on it, Get out there and support National Carpet Cleaning Month. Find a small business. Go rent a carpet cleaning uh, a, a vacuum. Do what you've been meaning to do for the last couple months. Your carpets are dirty. Go go thank a lake. And if you're in Missouri, you got Concord Month. We have no idea what that is. But if you're a Missourian and you also don't know what it is, shame on you. How do you fix National Dry Eye Awareness Month? I'm just glad that someone's aware that my eyes are... Can you s- can you tell? They're still dry. I think i got to change my contacts. Uh, you know like when you take your contacts out and they kind of like roll up on you? That's always my indication that ah, it's, it's starting to lose its shape, lose its form. It's getting too good. I got the glasses handy, ready to go. I don't need them. My eyesight's still pretty decent. Real nerd. Really nerding out right now. I look like that dude on the billboard. Yikes. Anyway, what are we at right now for the podcast? Let's see. What's our time? Fifty-five minutes, that's pretty good. Was there anything else that I wanted to like definitely talk about? Yeah, there's two more. We'll make it an hour. We'll make it an hour podcast. Fuck it, why not? Um so there's an airport around here, a very, very small one called uh, Spearman. I think it's – no, Stearman, S-T-E-A-R-Man. 
Yes, Stearman Field. And it's a great place. Small little municipal airport. Um, got a couple hangars. Nothing big, but it's cool because they got a uh, they got a restaurant right there. So you're basically sitting there on the flight line as these little prop jobs take off and land. It's pretty cool. We took the kids out there a couple times, and they had a blast watching the planes because they're like, I mean, they're like so close, probably 20 feet away maybe. So it they can be a little bit loud here and there, but cool to watch them come in and land, especially when the pattern's uh, busy and you go out there and there's nice nice weather. But we went out there for the first time, and we got a pretty brand-new waiter. And it was funny because he brought a bunch of waters to the table, and he must have forgotten that there was one on his tray because I think he just, he just dumped his tray. I think he completely forgot that there was a water sitting up there, and he went to go, like, grab his tray and put it up under his arm, you know? And uh, the entire glass of water just dumped right on top of Olivia's head. And it was it was ice-cold water, too. And she started screaming and wailing because, of course, she was caught off guard. And she was – I think it scared her more than anything. But it was such a – it was a warm day, so I'm sure it felt good. And the look on his face was like, oh, shit. I haven't even <laughs> – I just dumped – an entire glass of water, not across the table, but on top of their child's head. And I mean, like, literally on the head. And on top of that, I haven't even taken their food order. I got to serve them now for the next hour or so. He probably fe- he felt so bad. He did a great job, though, outside of that. I mean, it's kind of a big thing to say. Well, yeah, he did a great job. Outside of that one thing where he dumped water on that, <laughs> that table. Um, but no, he was, it was, he was a good server. And so actually went out there a a second time and had somebody else. And I was, I've always been pretty laid back when it comes to service. I feel myself getting older and older because I get upset with restaurant service. Now I used to be so laid back. I used to not, I used to not care that much. It doesn't really affect my tip. Um, like if you're a bad waiter or waitress, I don't think I would necessarily tip less. I still try to keep it at like 15% minimum. But if you're a good waiter or waitress, I'll I'll jump it up to like 25%. I'm pretty. Because our bills are normally around like 50 or 60 bucks. So 25% puts it at like, you know, $12, $15. I think that's fair. I keep them busy. Well, one thing that bothers me is when the waiter or waitress will bring you the check before you ask for it. Like you finish your food and you finish your drink. And I think it's because we're a family and we're not like ordering shots, right? Like, but but I had a beer and I was going to order a second beer, right? I have a DD, um, a full-time DD right now. And before I could order the beer, this wasn't this wasn't the, the waiter. This is the second time around. It was the waitress. She brought the check and said like, oh, no rush. No rush. I'm just going to leave this here for you guys. It's whenever you're ready. If it's whenever I'm ready, then I'll freaking tell you when I'm ready, and then you can bring it. But now, if I'm not ready and I choose to change it, then you got to go run a, f- a whole new check. So really, you're telling me is get out of here, even though you've only been here for an hour. I want to serve somebody else so I can t- continue making money. I just think as a business, if I was a business owner, I would – would never allow any of the waiters or waitresses to like just automatically 
give the check. I would. It should be common practice to say, hey, are you guys ready for your check? Would you like another drink? You guys want dessert, right? Like, do that quick check-in, get the vibe check. You know, are they trying to get out of here? Are they going to hang out for a bit? Are they casually drink? I mean, because it's one of those atmospheres, too. Like, if you just hung out and drank and watched the planes, nobody's going to get mad at you for that, right? So, it, it happened multiple times recently here in, in Wichita. I, I don't know, maybe it's just a local thing. It's catching me off guard. But they, they just bring over the check, and they're like, oh, yeah, whenever you're ready. It's like, well, uh, then I'll tell you when I'm ready. Take it back. If I'm ready, then I'll ask you for it. And then it's going to take you, what, 30 seconds to grab it? Like, you're not you're not that swamped to where you have to drop it off right now. Or if they said, hey, I'm about to go off shift, that's the one, like, that's the one time you can do it. Okay? There's always an exception. Hey, I'm about to go off shift. We're about to do a shift change. I'm going to leave this here. If could you guys mind closing out anything else that you're going to order goes on this person, you know, X, Y, and Z's tab or uh, – or their their service, right? They'll get you the, their own separate check. That, to me, makes total sense. But as soon as I, like, if I still got food on my tray or on my plate and you bring me the check, there's issues. I'm just saying. So if you're a waiter or a waitress, you're in that industry, I know I'm not alone in that feeling, okay? Because I asked everybody else at the table, and they also agreed that they felt that way. They said it's messed up. How do they know we don't want dessert? What, they think I can't put down another uh, two or three slices of cheesecake here? But, yeah, this is the funniest thing, though. The reason I tell that story about the waiter spilling water was uh, we went out there like two weeks later, right? And we requested the same... Uh, no, we went out there... We were out there on Thursday. He spilled the water. We went out there for Sunday brunch. And we said, hey, can we get that waiter again? And he was probably just completely mind-fucked. He's like, wait, that's the same same family that I just dumped water on their child on accident. They gave me a good tip at the end because he was so genuine. Like, he was really apologetic, and, you know, people make mistakes. No big deal. And, uh, and I got a kick out of it, you know. Olivia had been acting up all day. She deserved it. And so it was f- – I, I could imagine that he was just completely – caught off guard like wait are they they just requested that i serve them after what i did two or three days ago that wasn't uh that wasn't the straw that broke the camel's back huh he's probably the best server that they got be honest so i don't know i I wrote down this the wrong field the wrong i keep on forgetting the name dear i think probably the wrong name promote the wrong uh, wrong airfield and I'll leave you with this when I went to go get my uh, maybe I'll be sponsored one day my golden road brewery melon cart does this make me look fruity enough I went and got it about oh it's probably two weeks ago now I think it was a 12 pack and they had uh, three different flavors four cans each They had melon, mango, and like a pear guava. It was a variety pack. And I I went to the liquor store and grabbed it. As I'm walking out, this, this I was dressed down too. I got to start with that. I was dressed down. I was wearing some slip-ons. I just had a hat on. 
just a normal t-shirt and I think like some shorts. And I was on the phone with my pops. And it caught me off guard, this this uh this big beautiful black woman, she's walking in. She's walking past me and walking out the automatic doors. And of course, like I'm I'm on my phone, I'm talking to my dad, so I'm I'm kinda paying attention, making sure I don't run into her. And I didn't catch what she said until I was already past her. And she said, Oh my Excuse me and your sexy ass. She said those exact words in that exact order. And I was about five feet past her before it hit me. I probably had like a stunned look on my face. And then I did like a look behind like, did did she say that to me? 100% she said it to me. I was the only one around. Um, and the best part was... She got out of a, a white minivan, parked up front in a handicapped spot. And when I say she was hefty, she was a solid 250. She's probably like the godmother of the, the guy on the Cali College uh, billboard. And the minivan had the, the back windows rolled down. There's about five kids inside. And the oldest one had to have heard his mom say that. I'm assuming it was, I'm assuming it was mom say that to me because he was like 10 feet away and his <laughs> his arms were just like dangling out the window like like he was a dog just trying to get air I don't know if he was just warm the car was still running apparently she she just had it with him and she needed something to drink and she made a little, a little pit stop but then I started thinking like did he really just hear what his mom said to me some dorky-looking white dude walking out with this fruity beer that is oh-so-delicious. And um, I just had the biggest urge to look over and look him dead in the eye and say, I'm your new daddy. And he, I, he probably would have said, yep, you're like the third one this week. So you roll. That's so bad. I've never had someone be that aggressive in such a subtle way. Oh, wow. Excuse me and your sexy ass. And then, of course, I was like, Dad, did you just <laughs> share the moment with my dad? <laughs> did you just hear what that voluptuous woman said to, to your son? She called me a sexy ass. Maybe she was just trying to pay me a compliment. She knew I was having a rough day. She's like, oh, you're walking out of this joint. So I don't know. I could have been that kid's dad, I guess. He was looking out the window like a lost puppy looking for uh, looking for daddy. And, well, it's your lucky day you found him. I should have just tossed him a, a mango cart and said, this one's on me. Start drinking early, kid. No, that's uh I hope I bump into her again just so I can repay the compliment. And I can get out of her way and say, excuse me. Uh would not call her a sexy ass though. She got some work to do. She's kinda one of those that was wearing a shape uh, a shapeshifter. What can I say? And I did think of a jingle, but I'm gonna save that for next week or later this week. Um 
Also, 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 sorry, I'm at a minute seven. Last thing before I forget is we still have not decided on a name for this uh, uh, number three that's on its way. Okay, the baby. I'm just going to refer to the baby as number three until it's here. It has been diagnosed with a number. Um, I think Sophia has a name in mind. I think it's trash. It's more garbage. Um, I just don't like it. Okay, I know she's going to listen to this. I don't like the name. I think it's putrid. That's not the name. I just think I think that of the name. And so I need somebody to write in with recommendations for names. And if you write in, I swear to God, if you write in to the podcast and you recommend that the baby be named what is already your name, then you are a dope. I'll save you. Th- I'll save you the time and energy. Don't write in with that nonsense. If your name is Susie, don't write in, oh, you guys should name the baby Susie. That's the dumbest fucking shit. I'm not going to do that, okay? I need real suggestions, something unique, something off the top, right, to get the the ideas flowing. I have an idea of what I want to name number three. And it's not a number. I actually do have a name. But I need your help, okay? So write into the podcast, somebody please, besides Avery's mom, for love, all that's good in this world, somebody else write in. What the Hill Podcast at gmail.com. I always put it in the bottom of the description of the uh, of the episode. So if you forget or you want to do it later in the week, you'll have to come back to the podcast and listen, okay? What the Hill Podcast at gmail.com. It's going to be in the description of Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen your podcast it's either those two or google podcasts the only three i'm on or i guess maybe now youtube if i can figure that out what do you know we're expanding um and that is going to be episode 15 we're halfway to 30 based on my math and uh we will see you hopefully thursday and not in a week we'll call that uh we'll call that it see ya